0: Hello and welcome to this episode of my tech show which is called Linux and stuff but this episode is about Android and my experience using it without Google services it's been interesting I don't want to get into that so to start I want to say that I've been a big advocate of Google services for a long time I've always understood the standpoint that being free services, they have the right to use my data that I'm putting into it. Whether that's good or bad is a moral issue that we're not getting into here. This is how they make money. This is how they can afford to make these products free for people to use. I understand that. I'd also like to say before getting into the rest of this episode, that if you understand how Google use uses your data and you're okay with that then there's no reason to stop using their services they are the best on the web and on mobile devices that we have currently so the question is why am i running a version of android without google services honestly i wanted to see if it was possible i wanted to know if i would notice a difference i wanted i wanted to know if i could do it and the rest of this episode is my experience with the process and being about a month into it do keep in mind that i don't i nothing against google i know there's been a lot of press recently against them um and you know this is not the post or the episode to talk about my opinions on what they have done uh, whether it's on youtube or on you know with their employees because that's their business it's their stuff it's well the person's not their stuff but the products are their stuff and the employees their employee just like if you go to work and you do something that that your company doesn't doesn't want you to do and then they have the, the right to fire you there's no unions in Google and that's that's how it is also want to say that possible because I like to tinker you know like we talked about what a true hacker is in previous episodes on the podcast and I love taking things apart and putting together again like I know I knew going into this this is gonna be a hassle and I wanted to take the challenge to see how much of a hassle is it really going to be to have an Android phone that doesn't have any of the Google services that underlie the majority of Android devices It's an experiment. This is why it's titled the experiment. So we're gonna get into Android itself and what I chose. We're gonna get into the apps um, that I am running. We're gonna get into what alternatives there are to apps. You know what apps work, even though I don't have Google Play services installed on my device. What apps don't work? You know, like how how it's been this past month. Uh, Should you try it? And then at the end, I want to have a question. You guys can call in if you're on Anchor, or if you're listening to this post facto as a podcast, uh, please message me on Twitter at jrswab with with your opinions, your comments. I want to hear from you guys what you guys think. I'm also on Mastodon at jrswab at mastodon.xyz X- um, on Minds. That's jrswab everywhere. I exist. If you're on a platform and you just type in jrswab, I should be there. So without further ado, let's get into it. So Android. When you buy your device, Google Play services are built into it. All the Google ecosystem and structure is behind it. But there are versions of Android out there that you can install yourself that don't have these things. I chose to go with Lineage OS. They produce a very stripped down version of Android that is functional for daily use. Do keep in mind that my daily use tolerance of bugginess might be higher than yours. Fair warning. Lineage OS is only released on nightlies currently for most devices. I am using the OnePlus 3T, and all I can get are nightlies. Back when it was CyanogenMod, they had weeklies and stables and all kinds of stuff, but it's, you know, it's new now. They changed things, Um, and it's only nightlies. What is a nightly a nightly is when a computer compiles the day's work into a release and then that gets pushed out to the devices you don't have to update every night and it's not exactly recommended unless there's something broken in your device which that fix fixes it that makes any sense an example would be you know your camera's broken this update fixes cameras to your device or gps etc etc i've used nightly's back when it was when lineage os uh, that their the crew of developers was making cyan engine mod and found them to be much more unstable than what is being called a nightly now on lineage os which is very interesting and maybe it's just my device i'm not sure but i find it very usable i do have my device check once a week for the new nightly build uh, if there's one that has been pushed and there often is the case i'd not hit a thursday evening where I don't have an update from my phone, and I download it and I install it. Remember, do this at your own risk, as things can break. Things can break when you, when you use a version of Android like that is as, I'll say as new as LineageOS, even though it's kind of built off the back of the engine mod, but you know, there's, there's still experimental things going on. There's, especially if you have a new device, it's being re, rehashed into the new device, so things aren't gonna be perfect. All that being said lineage os has worked great for me and well enough that it can be my daily driver keep in mind that this experience varies from the to device and that i have a high level of tolerance for bugginess due to my my background as a guy who likes to tinker and mess with things i mean i i used linux i built linux um i don't know if you call it from scratch i don't know what that means i don't know what that means i didn't build it from source but you know i had to do all the work to get it running. I just, just didn't just stick in Ubuntu and turn it on which if you don't use Linux use Ubuntu because it's a good good segue into it so yeah like I said like I said previously my my bugginess tolerance is, is higher than most people so installing in Lineage OS to install this operating system or any other version of Android that does not come with your mobile device you need to unlock the bootloader this is a bit time-consuming and can break your device so you, if you choose to do this make sure you read the directions thoroughly several times to make sure you have a good idea of what you're doing before you even start the last thing you want is your phone or tablet to be an oversized paperweight it can happen if you it's called breaking your device and it will not work if you mess something up i'm not going to get into the details of how to flash a rom to your device since every device is different however lineage os has step-by-step directions for the devices they support, as far as I can tell, everyone's there that they support, uh, and most of them are on the market today. Of course, as I just said, as long as they've done the work on it, and it's in a position that it actually can be somewhat usable. So yeah, that's what I'm using, I'm using Lineage OS, it's very, it's actually on, what's the website called, I don't remember what the website's called, but this a website all about security and being secure online, and with your, with your program, stuff like that, Lineage OS is... I think last time I checked, it was the top version of Android for privacy and security. So that's pretty cool. Um, I didn't pick pick it because of that. I saw it after the fact. I was like, oh, that's sweet. I picked it because I knew the developers were developers from CyanogenMod and I they do good work. That's why I picked it. But it doesn't rely on any Google services, which is crazy because a lot of other builds have some built into the into the firmware. They doesn't. So it's the it was the perfect option for my experiment. Let's get into applications and all that jazz so apps everybody's favorite thing on their device it's it's the real part of the mobile device that people actually care about so how do you get apps without Google Play because if you don't have Google services on your device you can't have Google Play that's just a fact First, you need to allow your device to un- to install third-party applications via APKs that you download. It's under the developer section. This can be easily searched online to find out the exact steps to get into developer options for your specific device if you choose to do this. I can't get into that here because everyone has a different phone or, d- or tablet. Um, and since I don't have any Google services on my device, I just can't go to the Play Store because just doesn't exist even if i downloaded the apk for google play store it wouldn't run but there's options luckily there is a repository known as fdroid and it has many apps on there most of them are actually i think all of them are open source uh if any of the of the apps are not open source or it'll tell you if any of the upstream code is not open source it'll tell you so you're aware that hey this may not be entirely free, and if you are a person who must only use free software, free is in freedom, it warns you ahead of time. Some of the big names that you find on Google Play are there, such as Telegram. That chat there's a chat app called Telegram. It's on F-Droid and Google Play. Most of the apps we use though that aren't on F-Droid have an alternative already on F-Droid. This doesn't mean you'll find the exact app but will often find an app that is just as good and sometimes better than what you were using previously on google play granted there isn't an instagram alternative there is thanks to steemit but not um it's actually not on F-Droid, from what i could find uh, you're not going to find a Facebook alternative. You will find apps that maybe can load your Facebook. There's an app that can lo- run YouTube videos, but it's not YouTube stuff like that. So, what about apps that don't have an open source alternative? This is the next question in F-Droid there is an app called Yelp Store, Y-A-L-P Store. This app allows you to connect to the Google Play Store without having to log in or have Google services installed. This was pretty epic when I found this. This saved me a lot of time and a lot of hassle. When you pick an app to download using Yelp and install it, it'll download the APK. It says, APK is downloaded. Please install. You press install. And then it's all good to go. It deletes the APK of your phone after that and you have the app. This app store mirrors everything you'll find on Google Play. It even lets you know if an app depends on Google Play services. This is shown on the app list as depends on GS app, something, like, something along those lines. However, this is interesting, just because an app says it needs these Google, these Google Play services or GFS, GSF, it does not mean that it's not going to work. I have found that many apps that say they need these Google services to run, end up running just fine even though I don't have any Google services installed so why do we even need them for (laughs) which is an interesting question because I have no idea why an app needs them if I can run the app without them it's very interesting when I'm looking through Yelp I always try to find an app that does what I need to do that doesn't depend on Google services just in case it doesn't work you know, because that's a possibility. Because the, there is an increased chance that the app will work without issues if it says that it depends on nothing or not GSF dependent. And that's that's very key whenever you're using a phone or a device that doesn't have any Google Play services. Next, we're going to get into compatibility with apps that I have found and I've used and talk about what works and what doesn't. So apps and compatibility. So, okay, let's get into these, these apps that say they need Google services, to, but they still run without them. The first one is Anchor, clearly if you're listening to this on Anchor, um, I made this on Anchor and it says it needs Google services and it runs just fine. I have run into no issues. Even when people let's were having issues with certain things loading and not loading on the app, I didn't have any problems. Which is kind of interesting. Another app that works. This says it needs Google services. It's Bitmoji. It works just fine. Dropbox works fine. Fiverr works fine. Surprisingly, Instagram works 100%. I've had no issues with Instagram. That's when I—that's when I would expect not to work. The cryptocurrency wallet Jax says it needs GSF. It still works. Juice SSH. If you have a SSH client. This as it needs Google Google services, it works just fine. Keybase has the same thing, it works fine. LastPass as it needs Google services to run and it still works just fine. However, there is something that doesn't work. I have found that the autofill feature for apps doesn't work but I'm still able to copy and paste and access my passwords. So it's not as functionally convenient as it would be uh, as it was when I had Google, Google play services but it still works. I can still get my passwords. I can still, I can still access them. I just can't push up a little button on my screen that says fill in for me. Inconvenience, but I had to do that, I don't know, six months ago anyway. So it's not much of a difference. Mines. The the, the social network Mines. The Android app says it needs Google services. It runs without it. So why do they have it as a thing? Proton Mail, another one which surprised me that it needed it, works fine without it. Reddit, the official Reddit app says it needs Google Play services, it runs fine. Spotify says it needs it, It runs fine. The Starbucks app, it runs just fine. I haven't physically used it, but it runs fine. Twitter says it needs Google Play services, and it runs fine. And the last one I have on my list here is Waze. I had a hard time finding a, a, uh, a mapping app that would run well. And I downloaded Ways. I, I thought it wasn't working at first, uh, the first time I downloaded it, because after I turned it on, it was like a gray screen, like there wasn't, it wouldn't load the actual map. And I uninstalled it, and then yesterday, two days ago, I reinstalled it, and I was like, let's see if it works for some reason. I downloaded it again, got the gray screen, but then I started with just playing around with it and just moving things around, and then the map loaded, and now it loads every time, no problem. So Waze technically works without Google Play services. So why does it need it in the first place? This is what kind of confuses me. And this list is by no means extensive. And if you would like me to try your favorite app, let me know, Send, shoot me a, a call in on Anchor or message me on Twitter, Mastodon, Mines, whatever. Comment on with, wherever you're listening to this, comment it. If you're listening to this on a podcast, broadcasting app, then find me on a social network. I'll be happy to download it and see if it works. Um, I'm not gonna download facebook don't ask <laughs> um so we're gonna get into the next segment here about what apps don't work without google play services and it's pretty surprisingly short all the ones i tried so any app that is made by google isn't gonna work i tried all of, i didn't try all of them but i tried most of them maps doesn't work music doesn't work um the google app doesn't work if it's a Google app. It's not gonna work. It won't even like boot into the app. It just stops at the, at the splash screen. Most games aren't gonna work. I don't play many games on my phone since removing these services, uh, but the ones I wanted, the, there's only one I wanted and I found it on the Amazon app store that you can you can download on your phone. Uh, keep in mind that s- you, you may have a favorite game that you've paid for, and that game probably won't run if it says it needs Google Play services in the alp store and if you've ever signed you can't sign into your games to get your content back anyway so you can't start fresh so keep that in mind um, there is a game i play that i haven't tried yet i should download it and try but most games are gonna have issues with this especially with syncing snapchat doesn't even let me log in which is super surprising and Authy, the two authentic 2 authentication app was a giant pain in the butt so make sure you move over all of your 2fas to and otp and back it up before you do this if you choose to there are probably many more apps that fall into this but i can't cover them all so here i am one month in in this experiment to see how well my phone runs and can i tolerate using an android device without google services and at this point, I don't even notice that I don't have Google Play services on my device, which is kind of surprising. The apps I need needed to replace have great apps that fill their place from F-Droid. And those that don't have, we have the Yelp store, which allows us to find good alternative that often does the job. And sometimes if we just covered, the app that we need just works anyway, which is surprising. I did not expect to be this far in and be alright with it. Do remember that my tolerance for the hacky and buggy systems is often much higher than the average person, so this might be why. But that being said, it's still a surprise. I'm very, I am very very much expected to have my Android device completely unusable. So the question is, should you try it? This is a fun question since I don't know your tolerance for, uh, for hacking stuff together. How angry you'll get when something doesn't work, etc. However, if you have a strong urge to use Android without Google Play services, then do it. Learn how to unlock your device bootloader, root if you desire, and install Aftroid from the from the APK that you can download off the internet. Like, Why not try at least? My curiosity is what made me tr- to try this experiment, and I consider it a success with, unex- with, an, with an unexpected outcome. I don't miss the apps I can't use, and the ones I do find On these, the apps are just a little different and they work just fine. It's also an odd sense of freedom, which I kind of got, I felt this odd sense of freedom about two days into it, even within the first day of it working. Call it a placebo or whatever you will, but that feeling of freedom was there in some form when everything was up and running. It's weird to feel this. It took about it took me about two days to get my device to a place where it was 90 percent usable in relation to what it was with Google Play Services installed. After a week, I didn't even notice that Google Services were not installed over not installed through my everyday use, and not even just the services like there is no Google on my device, which is kind of crazy. Other than the fact that it's Android, which is an open source open source project anyway. The very barrier to go back at this point since i have to flash my device which means i have to wipe it and start from scratch is so high that i don't want to deal with that pain right now like i'd be having to wipe everything off and start over is just such a high barrier that i'm not gonna do it right now and it works well enough it's so strange it's so strange so Another question. I have a couple questions for you guys. If you want to call in on Anchor, or if you're hearing this post facto somewhere else, let me know on the socials. Do you have a device currently running without any Google services? Would you would you do it if it was easier? If you don't have it done and you don't want to go through the, the the hurdles, let me know. Either in the comments of whatever you're listening to, wherever this is at, on some comment. I know this is posted everywhere, like YouTube and BitChute and every every place. I don't know. If I said YouTube. Let me know. Let me know in the comments. Let me know as a call on Anchor. Let me know. Just message me on Twitter and let me know what you think. I'm very intrigued. What you guys What you guys feel? It's been a It's been an interesting experiment. Experiment, and I'm gonna ride it out. I'm gonna ride out this experiment and see where it goes. See where See how far I can take it. And maybe I'll, maybe I'll never go back, which is kind of a weird thing to think about because I have no problem with Google. I have no problem with them using my data because they're giving me free stuff. But I just, I'm not going to go back because I don't want to have to wipe my phone. <laughs> I don't want to have to wipe my phone again and have to start from, start from scratch. Like everything's working. I don't want to have to install all my programs again and, and get all my, my, my content back on it. It's a hassle install my passwords and all that jazz it's just a hassle log into all my apps again screw that so for now i'm sticking with it thanks guys for listening to this episode called i do i de-googled my phone the experiment until next time guys keep hacking keep curious keep tinkering